Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed, it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. It's awesome to be here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets, and we bring you sports. And we're coming live to you today from all the usual spots, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app, simulcast by our pals at Stadium from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and radio stations nationwide, including Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, and XM205. As Ken and I are here, we bring you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app, visit BetMGM.com, and do so on this W3. Three words that all start with the letter W. Wonderful Football Wednesday, January 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2024. Oh, baby, I'm two for two on the 2024. Absolutely love it. Our show on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X. No, seriously, he's, he's on X. At Lockie Lockerson. And on this wonderful Football Wednesday, we will do you, dear listener and dear viewer, the honor and the privilege of bringing you four phenomenal guests. How great is this? Michigan playing for a national championship. The Lions on the verge next week of hosting their first home playoff game in in 30 years. Joey Kanish will join the show today on a Wednesday. Normally have him on Thursdays, but Kanish so fired up. We had to welcome him to the program today to talk the natty with his Michigan Wolverines against Washington and all the NFL action coming up this weekend. The great Joey Kanish stops by in hour number two. So, too, will our pal Ryan Noonan from Betsperts and 4 for 4. Ryan going to give us his best bets coming up for Week 18 in the NFL. Eric Eager will do the same. Eric, of course, from Sumer Sports. Uh, can't wait to get Eric's thought on what Kansas City is doing, right? Benching Patrick Mahomes this weekend. Uh, Blaine Gabbert will start for the Chiefs. They're going to play a bunch of their receivers. If Eric thinks the Chiefs can cover against the Los Angeles Chargers, that and more with our friend Eric Eager and Matt Moore from the Buckets podcast, the Action Network NBA Bet Stream. Matt Moore joins us at 6 o'clock Eastern today to lead off the Power Hour, giving us bets for tonight's loaded slate in the association. Absolutely cannot wait for it. Plus... We'll finish off our handicap of Week 18 in the NFL with two crappy games in the AFC West, one of which we just got a tease for you with the Chiefs and the Chargers. Andy Reid making it official. Mahomes will sit. Blaine Gabbert will start. We'll talk about the line move there, Chiefs and the Chargers, and if we're we're interested in betting that game. We'll also talk about the Broncos and the Raiders from Las Vegas, where is the answer just like tease Denver? We'll, we'll discuss Raiders and Broncos coming up on Sunday. Garoppolo and Russ? Nah. Stidham and AOC Sunday in the Sin City. We'll bring you the line movement for the games coming up in Week 18. We got a lot of news today in the National Football League, or as we like to call it, yeah, Wednesday. That's when a lot of news breaks in the NFL. We've got quarterback news with a bunch of teams, uh, including the Cleveland Browns making a very funny decision on their starting quarterback for Sunday's game against Cincinnati. We'll talk about all of it, the line moves, and if there's now a valuable bet to be placed. Also, the NFL playoffs next weekend. How awesome is that? Our playoff sim returns today to You Better You Bet. And we'll talk about all the possible combinations. We'll talk about like what it would be if the season ended today. And all the possible combinations based off Week 18 results, including what would the point spread be? Wild card weekend. Kansas City hosting the Miami Dolphins. 
And what would you do in that spot? What about the Dallas Cowboys hosting the L.A. Rams? We saw it once already. Would it play out like that again? Would it be a little different this time? What about the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers, potentially? We got a lot of like potential awesome matchups on tap for next weekend. We will discuss all of them as we move along in the program. And then Power Hour, Final Hour, all our bets for tonight, NBA, NHL. Uh, I'm guessing Ken and Tyler have some golf bets for the Century, and I'll like tail whatever they like for the Century World Championship, the Century Tournament of Champions of the World, of, of, uh, of the Universe. We look forward to that. We're locked and loaded here on a wonderful Football Wednesday. Ken Barkley, how's it going, my man? Uh, yeah, going great. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Thunder Celtics game last night at some point. Uh, we can maybe not right here, but uh, at some point, maybe in the first couple segments of the show, because I thought it was really, I watched the whole thing. thought it was really interesting, but... I don't know if you saw this. Um, it, we'll do awards like tomorrow, but like I want to do them right now for a little bit. Just uh, a lot of the markets have started moving really rapidly and it's giving an indication. I think that this has a chance to be kind of the most topsy-turvy like overall NFL awards market that we've seen in a while where so many awards are seem undetermined. I, you know, la- I was trying to think about last year, like what did we think we knew going into the final week of the season? Like ev- everything. Like the only thing we probably didn't know was offensive rookie of the year ended up being a very close vote between Kenneth Walker and Garrett Wilson, where Walker actually got more first place votes, but Wilson won, which tells you about ranked choice voting, which we'll talk about at some point tomorrow, probably. But I was trying to think like, I can't remember one where so many awards where we're not quite sure. Maybe we have an idea of like who's going to win, but it's not done. Like, it's not like it's done. Like I, I feel like, and I don't even have to be right about this. Like, I think MVP's done, and I think Coach of the Year is done. Like, done. 100% done. Like, Lamar is going to win MVP. Everyone's going to be really mad about it and and hope that it could be somebody else. But, like, I think he's going to win. And I think it actually won't be very close. Uh, I think Stefanski's going to win Coach of the Year, and it helped that, like, all of his competitors lost last week, basically, with the exception of Ryans and Steichen, who will play on Saturday. And I don't think the winner gets a big enough bump. I think that one's done. That's two of seven. Two of seven, and even the ones where you're like, well, I think it's this, and even if you're confident, McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year, probably be next, uh, Stroud, Rookie of the Year, like, e- even if you're like, well, I think, it's like, you only got one game left, and and we, we don't actually know, like, we don't know, like, last year it was like, it's Geno, it's, you know, I'm trying to remember some of the other award winners, uh, it's like Mahomes, it's Justin Jefferson, the coach went down to the wire a little bit. Dable lost his last game of the season, but he like that probably was probably like he won with like where, with the game right. against Indianapolis in week seventeen. Right. It's kind of like they make the playoffs, like he just wins. So, so the market moved hard toward him, but it's like I guess that one wasn't like a minus ten thousand. But we had way more of those last year, and this one, it's like man, I feel like five out of seven. If it was someone who wasn't the favorite, would I be completely shocked? Like if it was Nakua or Tyreek. Or someone who isn't Miles Garrett, or not Hamlin, or and we can talk about some of the movement in that market today too. Like if it was not these guys, not Jalen Carter, would I be like totally surprised? And like in the in all of those cases, the answer is no. There's one game left. Like that's like really crazy. I, I don't know if you saw any of the market movement today. We could talk about a couple of them. I, I think the one that's the most interesting to me right now, and look, the one that I'm the most invested in will be comeback player, and we can talk about that. It looks like Hamlin actually just got. Yeah, he got better. He got better a lot all all today, which we were we can yeah. talk about. So, uh, the one that interests me the most, and I want to make sure because we should do comeback player this segment also, is defensive rookie. Um, we were on we're on this last week, man. Like, 
okay, like Jalen Carter seems like the guy that people want to vote for because no one else has really done anything. Well, we kind of did that so all Carter, season, right? That's yeah, kind of been yeah. a handicap all season. We just didn't know who was going to beat him. Uh, and now a couple guys have gotten bet. Kobe Turner of the Rams and Will Anderson, who's been the hashtag our guy of the Houston Texans. So Carter now minus, what was he last week? Like minus, minus a thousand. Now he's minus 225. Yeah, Anderson and he was, was minus, 30? he was minus 20, he was minus 20,000 two weeks ago. <laughs> right, right. And Anderson was, was 30 to one. And it's just yeah. 30 to one. Now he's plus 225. I get the sense. And I think you said, might've said this verbatim, but like, Anderson has a splash play on Saturday night and the Texans win. I think he wins. I think it's over if that happens. Yeah. I don't care what Jalen Carter does on Sunday against Tyrod Taylor and the Giants. I don't know if it matters. I think Will right. Anderson can, like, win the award on. I guess, like, Carter could have, like, t- two defensive touchdowns in the game or, like, five sacks or something. Unlikely. Right. I think Anderson can, like, win the award on Saturday night. I think, yeah. So I think the crazy thing is the things that seemed, like, set like I, I had a, I found a, a tab on a spreadsheet that I did from like eight weeks ago where I had the seven award markets and some thoughts on all of them and offensive and defensive rookie I had blocked out, like didn't have any thoughts because we weren't going to, we weren't going to talk about them. Like there was nothing to talk about. And like, isn't it just how, how long the season is that we're, that we're here? Yeah. With Carter, it's always, so of, of all the moves, so I'll, I'll just kind of like, we can report the news to a certain extent. Um, no movement in MVP market today. Lamar's a huge favorite. No movement in offensive player of the year. McCaffrey's like about a minus 300, minus 400. We'll talk about that market tomorrow. It's it's really kind of a binary thing. It's like there is a path for Tyreek to win, but it's very, very narrow, I think. And McCaffrey wins a lot of the time. I don't think it's like done, like the votes are in, but it's really close to that. Um, defensive player has had no movement, but I think is going to end up being very interesting because I don't know if Miles Garrett is going to play in this game. I think he's not going to play. Stefanski saying players are going to rest for the Browns, so you get even even less the, games. The quote from was, him. "They're going to rest, right. Ken. They're going to rest, ready, quote unquote." Oh some guys. No. My, my, some guys. My sense. Yeah. Now listen. My my sense would be that if you were to right. sit down and compile a list of guys for the Cleveland yeah. Browns, Miles Garrett would be the first guy on the list. So I would guess he that Miles Garrett he would, a guy. He's a dude. He would fall yeah, under the umbrella right. of some guys. I think his season, regular yeah. season, is over. Which is which is tough because that means like if I mean. Watt and Parsons have the chance to put a lot of space statistically between them and him. He's not playing. And they're there. I mean, Watt, Watt may end up making the playoffs. They play a, 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 a separate island game on Saturday. Like that all gets very weird all of a sudden. If Garrett's not playing and these two guys are doing a lot and they both make the playoffs, the Cowboys could be the two seed. I mean, it's like there's, there might be, we need See, to reward See, friendly with some Brad Allen? Watt and Brad Allen get along or no? No, oh, man. I, it's a great question. I don't think Watt gets along with anyone who's a, a referee. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think if you him, ask right? him, he's like, "Well, that Ron Torbert, he and I are pretty good, but everybody else, no, 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 thanks." Um, so defensive player, no movement, but offensive and defensive rookie, like a reasonable amount of movement. Nakua got bet a little more in some places. There's also a, an offshore that takes bigger limits than some of the domestics, and they opened every award market for like six hours today, and it gives you just an, an idea with more liquidity of like what the true pricing should be sometimes in some cases. And Nakua is viewed as like possible, but you know, like we it's it, but let's put it this way. It's not, I don't think it's done. Like, I don't think it's done. I do think Stroud's way more likely to win, but I don't think it's done defensive rookie. We've had a ton of movement at Jalen Carter in several places is now plus money to win this award. It's the first time he's been plus money. I think since week three or something like that uh, to win the award. So 
we've kind of been like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting through the middle part of the year to see what would happen. I don't know if he's going to win or if Kobe Turner of the Rams or Will Anderson wins. Um, and I, Kobe Turner's kind of been like the flavor of the day almost or of the week in terms of like a couple, uh, a couple national media people tweeting about him. But like that's had a ton of movement and comeback player of the year had a ton of movement today. And this is, this is the one that I guess we should probably like spend a couple minutes on too. Hamlin is out to like minus 280, minus 300. The offshore that had the, the really liquid market took it down. He was minus 310, I think, before they took it off the board. And he's like 280 in a couple places. So you see, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's all moving in the same direction. What I would like to be able to do is tie that to something. So there's uh, VEASAN's been having like a parade of award voters or people that talk about awards on their shows. A couple people who vote who have given their opinion, one voted for Hamlin or one said they're going to vote for Hamlin. The other was sort of like indifferent, but said like there's a lot of pressure to vote for Hamlin, which I actually think was a really good way to put what's happening. Um, so, I, you know, I don't think it's that, but it could be that combined with like other content that's really pushing Hamlin now again, combined with honestly, just like consensus opinion. I, what I hope it isn't, because this would be really stupid. Maybe I hope this is what it is, because it means that Flacco can still win, is that Flacco's not playing this weekend. I hope that's not it. Like, I really hope, and that Mayfield didn't practice or something like that. So it's like, oh, well, like, they don't gain on him. Be like, well, that actually has nothing to do with how the voting would go or what would happen. So I, I can't tie it to one piece of news. Could just be general interest in betting him out, as we're now only one week away from the end of the season and a month away from the award getting handed out. But that was interesting movement today. I'm pretty indifferent on who I think is going to win. I think it could go a couple different directions. I think Hamlin is very live to win and he will get first place votes. I'm not exactly sure how it'll shake out at the end. I'm pretty open-minded now, but we're in good. And, and now we kind of wait and see what happens, but interesting movement to a random Wednesday. And uh, a lot of these markets were very, very aggressively moving uh, despite the fact that there were no games going on. Do we want, we, like we, we should want Baker like the bucks to lose on Sunday. Right. If, if, if we have flack, I go back and forth. I go back and forth on this. So the case for him losing is you want to unify everyone that's not voting for Hamlin to vote for Flacco. Um, I think that's the right answer to the question. I guess the problem is like, is that possible? Or is it possible to unify everyone behind Flacco? Like if, if, if Baker lo- or if Baker loses, is Flacco such a fringe candidate because he didn't play very much that people would be like, well, like Tua or Lamar or like, what about this other guy or something like that? Is that enough? Or like if let's let's put it, we can do the flip side. I can argue the opposite. Hamlin's not going to play this weekend. He's going to be inactive for the last game of the season. Flacco's not going to play. He's not going to play the last game of the season. Mayfield is. And he basically owns a window on Sunday where if they win, he owns that window. It's all that's Division happening. Champs. No one else is doing anything and he's doing everything. He can get the biggest bump to close possible. Do we want that? And he like swoops because I think he's a better candidate. That's the problem. I think he would get more firsts. So now it's like, now I don't know what we want. We just got to kind of see it play out, I guess. I do want to maybe like on the other side, like let's say Houston loses to Indy. Sure. I'm like, is that market going to be opened like before, before the games on Sunday, like to bet Stroud at a, at a lesser price? I, I doubt it. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll do a little bit more on this on the other side, and we'll also talk about the Thunder win last night against the Boston Celtics.